What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Coffee and Chai, a podcast all around faith, culture, and our continued pursuit of happiness. I'm your host, Rob. Welcome to the show. What's up, everyone? Today is April 11th, and man, we are in some crazy times here in the U.S. and around the world. Many of us are sheltered in place, and if you are in the health profession, you are in hospitals literally helping to get us through this pandemic, and it's a crazy season, and I'm not going to lie. I felt like, man, how can I continue to keep pushing out creative content? It feels a little bit weird, but what I know is that oftentimes stories of creativity and faith can be the very thing that gives you light in a dark place and hope in a hopeless situation. And so we're going to keep sharing these stories. And today I've got an incredible, incredible friend on the podcast with me, Lejean Caldwell. He is a singer, songwriter, musician who lives in Los Angeles. And today on the podcast, we're going to be talking around creativity and faith. And so I pray this conversation blesses you, encourages you, and inspires you. Enjoy. Yo, what's up, Lejean? How you doing, man? What's up, my guy? How's Yo, it going? Man, I'm good, man. Feeling blessed, feeling good on this not quite sunny day in San Francisco, but man, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty it's pretty sunny down here in Los Angeles, so uh i can't i can't complain here so yeah Yo, man come on man well um it's been a long time since we last chat uh chatted man i think man since college um i was just literally saying man it's been like 10 years since we were in the same school um and time flies by quickly and in those 10 <laughs> years man um man god's been doing a work in you um especially around your music man and your gift for singing and so uh for those who just may not know you uh, what is it that you do, and why do you do it? Okay, well, yeah, yeah, like you said, it's been a while. Um, uh, college seems so far, far ago, long ago. Um, <laughs> but um, always good to hear your voice and reconnect with my 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 uh, alumni brother. Um, my name is Lejon, uh, singer songwriter, uh, worship leader. I'm originally from Colorado Springs, Colorado, um, and I live here in Los Angeles, California, and. I write songs for a living mm. and um, uh, I write uh, worship songs. I write uh, uh, personal uh, life music mm -hmm. and um, I'm a worship leader and yeah, I just love music. I've been uh, around music probably since I was like two, three years old. Okay. I grew up in the church. Shout out to the missionary Baptist church. <laughs> <laughs> And um, I kind of always had a passion for it, I, and I, I, I seem to develop it even more um, at Georgia Southern University. Mm -hmm. um, go Eagles! And <laughs> um, yeah, me and my uh, my manager at the time, we started taking it more seriously, and I started performing at shows around campus and traveling to Atlanta to do weekend shows and to Tallahassee. And I kind of found myself thinking, like, you know, maybe I could you know, <laughs> make this kind of thing work. Mm -hmm. So um, after graduating college, I moved to Atlanta for a short stint. And then I just knew God was calling me to California for some reason. I didn't know what it was, but um, I, I moved to Los Angeles in 2016 and man. I've been, I've been, I've been here ever since. Oh, come <laughs> on, man. You talked around uh, grown uh well, you were born, you say born in Colorado. I didn't know that. Um, yeah. Military brat. Shout man. out to the army kids. <laughs> Um, did you, I feel, I feel like you're a country boy, man. Did you like grow up in, did you also spend some time in Georgia or was it like from yeah. Colorado to school in Georgia? 
Yeah, I lived in Kentucky, so I got a little bluegrass in me. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Texas, uh, Colorado, uh, Kansas, Georgia. Man. So yeah, like I said, been all over, man. And I, uh, uh, I used to hate it when I was growing up, moving around. But as a thirty-one-year-old looking back now, I think it kind of it kind of shaped me into the person I am today. So exactly. you know, shout out to my pops. Shout out to my pops. Man, <laughs> come on, man. You talked around, um, you know, growing up in the church, so singing. Um, and you know, for anyone who's ever grown up in church and has any kind of gift, um, in the music sphere, you know, that you're going to get put to work. And, um, you know, do you feel like your gift for singing really grew in the church? Um, I definitely knew that I had, uh, a gift for singing, uh, very early on in the church. Um, you know, in the kids choir, you know, they're not really looking to hear for the standout singers. It's mm-hmm. kind of just, you know, the cute little Easter performances, but, um, my my choir teacher at that time, she was like, you know, John has, he has something different. Um, so my mom kind of, you know, nursed it and, and, and nurtured it. And I was in choir in school and mm-hmm. in high school, I was in show choir and performance choir. And, you know, I would be the one to get all the solos, but I just thought that it was something I was just good at. I didn't think to take it serious. And even when I was in college, I just didn't think to take it serious. But then I was actually in church mm-hmm. um, one time down in Statesboro and, and the pastor said, Everyone in the congregation, he said, raise your hand if you have a talent. Mm. And I'm looking at myself like, yeah, I got a talent. You know, I can sing, you know, I can write songs, you know. So I I raised my hand and he said something that really stuck with me to this day. And it's kind of my mantra that I go by every day. He says, by the time you get to heaven, all of your talent should be used up to the point you couldn't even do it anymore if you were asked to. Mm. And it just it it just it shocked me because I'm sitting here and it's like, yeah, I can you know, I dabbed in a little poetry. I, I wrote a little songs. I I sing, but it's like I'm not I'm not honoring the gift that God gave me to yeah. its fullest potential. And it's like there's a reason why He put it inside me. And it's like I had to tap into that. And and it happened, like I said, in a church setting where I I had the revelation. Like I'm only here on this earth for a limited amount of time. Mm-hmm. And by the time by the time that it's time for me to go, I want to have exhausted all of my gifts. So. Man. Here I am. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that was, uh, that sounds like it was a light bulb moment. And I remember, uh, you know, I don't remember when this was, but um, maybe it was at somebody's wedding or something. Um, I just remember you singing like All of Me, John Legend. I was like, man, this dude sounds just like John Legend, <laughs> man, baby legend. And, um, you know, so when you started taking music seriously, um, how did it start? You know, was it from singing at weddings? Was it just writing at home? Like, what did it look like? <clears throat> It definitely came from a plethora of all those things. I I started writing. Um, like I said, it started out as poetry and some of just like some rhythmic pattern type type um, writing, and then it kind of transferred into songs. And then I started performing mm-hmm. songs that I wrote, as you know, as opposed to just doing cover songs. And and I started to get a lot of attention on like, yeah, you have a great voice. Like mm-hmm. you could be a, a standout singer, but you have a gift at writing. And then like later on i really started to turn the needle like okay i may not be the person that's going to be in front of the microphone all the time like Mm -hmm. i may be the person that writes the records and it's like i really tapped into that and over like like i said over the past uh eight or so years that's kind of been my bread and butter is like writing records Mm. man that's powerful i mean what made what made you make the leap to la because everyone goes to L.A., man. Like It's like, oh, man, I want to be a singer. I want to be an actor. I'm moving to L.A. But for you, why did you move to L.A.? Yeah, I think for me it was more so of a, of a faith 
decision as opposed to a uh, a prophecy um, decision. Um, I knew that L.A. obviously is the land of entertainment, and I mm-hmm. knew that there was there would probably be attached to it a plethora of opportunities. But even more so, I felt as though that I was becoming complacent in my existing environment. Mm. Um, and and I felt God calling me deeper, saying, "Hey, if if you if, if you're going to want to do the work for me, I need you to separate yourself from an environment that will not facilitate the work that I'm trying to do with you." Man. And it and it was a hard conversation because my my parents are there, my my sister is there, and yep. and, and if you know me, and my sister relationship we're very close. Mm-hmm. And, and then you, you know, so being away from her and being away from 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 my parents, it was a tough decision. But at the end of the day. You know, the faith is a very individual walk, and mm-hmm. um, and 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 I had to make the decision that what is on the other side of fear and and comfortability and um, complacency is so much more, yeah. and I want to tap into it. You Come know, and and, and 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 it led me to opportunities that I've had. It led me to amazing opportunities that I had, but it all started from a foundation of understanding that, like, I don't want to be average yep. Yep. <laughs> like and 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 that's where it ultimately came and in 2016 i quit my little um job that i hated i was working at a call center <laughs> oh, in 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 um in duluth georgia oh, that man. i hated going to and and i quit and i left and i packed up everything i had in my little 2005 nissan uh and I drove 2,000 miles across the country. Wow, man. <laughs> I feel like that's a story of a lot of singers, man. I was working in a call center, and then I just couldn't do it anymore. It was just paying the bills, and I was like, I can't I can't keep doing this. Um, yep. And you talked around, you know, leaving Atlanta. And for me, yeah, I left Atlanta for the same reason. I was like, this is, this is comfortable. I got to try something different because, yeah, my family, my friends are here, but I can't grow here. And I exactly. got to get out of this space so I can be somewhere where it feels uncomfortable, but I know I'm going to grow. I think you had this like mindset of like, all right, cool. LA is going to be a place where I have no idea what it's going to look like. I have no idea what um, is going to be in front of me and what I'm going to face, but you know what? I'm down for the journey. That's exactly it, brother. That's exactly it. I, like I said, I knew what could be potentially attached to it, but it, like I said, in the forefront, it was more so God, like whatever it is that you want to do through me, I, I know that you can't do it through me in a in a in a in a safe space mm-hmm. like i want to i want to be able to not only you know survive in the the wilderness but i want to thrive in it and and i found myself like i said i love atlanta it'll always be home and it's like my friends will always be there my fraternity brothers will always be there mm-hmm. you know college friends will always be there but it's like i knew that i wasn't called to just be average yep. and and i and i struggled with it for so long um and and if you look back it's like three years down the line it's like i'm still in the same situation it's like i had to make the decision um mm-hmm. and and like i said i didn't know what would blossom from it but um looking back on it was the greatest decision i've ever made in my life oh come on man and so you got to la uh was it everything that you expected um what did you encounter man because you've been there you said since 2016 so it's been four years about four years so yeah i'm like- coming up I'm, co- I'm coming up on four-year anniversary of la um los angeles is a very tough city. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will say that, but I feel as though with any city, if you are resilient enough and if you push back enough, 
I feel as though that every place you land will create a space that is specifically for you. Um, and I think that's what I found. I, there were moments where I wanted to leave. There were moments where I missed my family um, tremendously. Uh, when my sister got diagnosed with lupus, I wanted to come home. Mm-hmm. I wanted to, like, there were moments where I felt like maybe this wasn't the right decision for me. But then I was immediately reminded that it's it's bigger than just me. Mm. You know, I was able to um, meet my life partner. I was able to worship at one of the biggest, you know, contemporary churches in the West Coast. I was able to navigate through, you know, publishing deals and situations. I was able to audition for NBC The Voice. A lot of stuff happened mm. by me just by me just saying I refuse to quit. And it wasn't always easy. I, I picked up a job um to to pay the bills. I picked up um a nine to five while doing the music thing. Like I never want to be that person to tell people like you know, you got to chase the dream, you know, do, 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 you know, I never wanted to be that person because I understand that there's a balance that comes along with it. Mm-hmm. And I had to, and I had to ask myself that question very early on when I moved to Los Angeles, because I want, I was that person, like, I'm just going to grind it out and do, do, do. And I'm like, okay, I'm running out of, I'm running out of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, um, you know, so, so I had to make that decision because I had to ask myself the honest question with John, you want to be a full-time songwriter in this season. Do you have enough to sustain you to be Ooh. able to do that 40, 80 yeah. hours, you know, for And once you have those honest conversations with yourself, it allows you to make decisions that can sustain you in a city that wants you to leave. Yeah. Los Angeles is a city that Los Angeles, Los Angeles is a city that probably wants you to leave because it's like, you know, we're overcrowded, you know, pollution, you know, like everybody comes here. We have a, the hugest homeless population. It's like it is a city that probably would rather drive you out than keep you in. But it's like I've just grown so much from the person I look back. Of course, you're going to grow naturally. But I think mm-hmm. this city has has facilitated uh, a level of growth at a, a exponential rate just because of what it offers. Um and, and I'm I'm thankful, man. I'm I'm thankful. I had the, you know, it, it's so crazy that this quarantine happened right at the time where I was I, I was getting the ball rolling on a lot of different projects. Um, I was in the process of 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 a, a publishing situation with a a boutique publishing um house here in Los Angeles. Um, me me and my co-writer Dan Graydon had just literally finished writing my ep um um it's it's gonna be a collection about five or six songs that are coming out um that me and him wrote together um and we were just mapping out the recording schedule for april (laughs) ironically um so to get it all recorded and stuff for a release here in late late fall um so i felt as though like a lot of stuff was was getting ready to happen and 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 i i use this time as god just reminding me to um just to, to, to be cognizant of, 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 of dotting my I's and crossing my T's in, mm-hmm. in this period is like, you know, before you move too hastily or too quickly, make sure that everything is in alignment with what it is that, you know, I've designed for you. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not mad at the time. I'm not mad at the, the quarantine or the break. Um, I think it really has given me a time to really just, um, you know, just, just, just hone in on, on everything that's going on. And, and when the time comes for us to go back outside, yep. you know, I, we got, I got some moves that, you know, we'll be making very shortly. So uh, I'm excited, man. Los Angeles, like I said, has been, has been good to me. Um, I was able to um, audition for uh, NBC, the voice mm-hmm. um, in 2018. And I got to meet uh, 
John Legend, you know, who is, you know, uh, full circle, of, man. <laughs> one, you know, if you know me, he's one of my, my, my biggest musical influences. A lot of people say I sound like him and he was actually one of the judges on the show. So I got to meet him. It was an incredible experience. I met some incredible singers and songwriters who I still keep in contact with to this day. So I've met some of my best friends. I've, yeah. I've got to, to lead worship at, at an incredible church. I've, I've, I, met my wife like uh, it's just it's just been it's just been a great a great time you know so um oh. I'm, I'm extremely blessed and i'm extremely thankful um and like i said it all stems back to the decisions that we make you know yeah. it's like if i would have not listened to the word and to, to 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 i wasn't sensitive enough to what god was speaking to me none of this could have been could have happened because yeah. I would have I would have not listened to to what he was saying. So um, I'm just thankful, man. Like I'm I'm just I'm really thankful. Like that's just my my mindset. Like <laughs> that's a good man. Um, you know I think uh, you mentioned you know thank God or you know this quarantine came in a very interesting moment and you know I think uh, you know a lot of people have said I've heard this recently. People are like oh you know everything happens for a reason. And I'm like yeah it doesn't. You know sometimes things just happen. Um, yep. but God will use it. And I think the greatest thing that we can do in this moment, whether, you know, we've got our health or maybe we don't, or we've got gifts that we want to use and we can actually put our hands to it, um, is to not waste this moment waiting, for, waiting for it to be over. And exactly you know, for, you know, for those of us who have been in quarantine for a while now, um, you know, especially in California, it was set to end earlier and then it got extended. And so there's no, there's no uh, real, uh, understanding of how long the season might be. But it will end. And in this season, we can still use it to produce some great things. And it's good to hear that even in this season, you're still songwriting. You're still getting ready yeah. so that when it's over, man, you're coming out with a vengeance. You're like, man, I've, oh, been, yeah. I've been waiting. <laughs> I've been ready. Um, and my weight has not been inactive. It's been an active weight. And so um, I, st I think that speaks um, so powerfully. But I do want to tap into like the songwriting and creating your own music. Um, and, you know, you mentioned growing up in the church. And so everything that you do is really just worship. And so when it comes to creating your own music um, and your own style and what you want people to hear and the words that you want people to hear, um, how do you see it really intersect with your faith and what you believe? Yeah, a lot of the a lot of the, the main components when outside of worship music that I write, when I'm talking about the individual music I write, the personal music I write, it's, it's really life music. It's mm -hmm. it's. Um, a lot of elements, if you know, if you follow my writing, a lot of the elements that, that I talk about is love and I talk about uh, the earth and I talk about nature and the environment mm -hmm. and, 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 and relationship with one another. It's all worship to me um, when I'm writing love songs about, you know, being with someone that, you know, was created just for you. You know, it's 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 about worship back to God for giving me the idea of about what it means to be in like true relationship mm -hmm. uh, when i talk about when i talk about the earth when i talk about the environment it really is just an ode to the beautiful creations that god himself created so it, yeah. it is in essence worship um so so that's how i'm able to like do both things and and, and have them uh you know interchange or, or 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 um cross without any any issue because I think everything that I do in life is tied to worship. Mm -hmm. Me and my fiance were just talking about it. She was like, LeJohn, why do you love, because I love basketball. Oh, come on, ball like, is life. Why do you love basketball so much? And, I'm, and I say, Salam, her name is Salam. I said, baby, it's about worship. 
because I tore my Achilles in 2013. Mm-hmm. Ruptured it completely. And the doctor who first diagnosed me, he said, you know, we're going to have to do surgery. And I know you're an active person and I know you probably want to get back to playing basketball. You know, you may not be able to do that, you know, at the level that you once did after mm. this has happened. And I'm like, OK, OK, OK. We, we, we went through the process, went through the surgery. And then five years later, I still go to the gym and play pickup at the same pace and level that I did before. Mm-hmm. It's about it's about the worship. Like my hobbies are worship. Yep. Like my service is worship. The the songs I write is worship. Everything I do, I try to tie it into worship because at the end of the day, it all belongs to God. Oh, so it's like, so, so, so everything I do is worship. So the songs I write for myself, for other people, I also tie it into worship. So um, it, it never, it never becomes convoluted for me. And, yeah. and like I said, I'm just, I'm just thankful for the gift, man. Honestly, man. Come on, <laughs> this is an amazing gift. Where does, uh, <laughs> Where does your 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 songs that you write? Where does it come from, man? Like, is it is this you just sit at home and man, you're just like, oh man, a song just came to me, or are you collecting things along the way? And when you're ready to sit down and write, you've got material. Like, where? How does it all come together? <laughs> um, it comes from um, a variety of different ways. Uh, I have a a so uh, a co-writer that I write with, um, and he is 15 years experience in piano, so he's really really like seriously one of the best keyboards i've ever heard mm. um and he'll, he'll send me voice memos at random at 2 a.m while i'm asleep and i'll pull it up in the middle of the night and listen to it and i'll jot maybe one or two lyrics down and i'll record a voice memo mm. and you know me and me and my fiance will be driving to the grocery store and i'll just hear a rhythm and i'll be like hey be quiet real quick and i'll pull up a voice memo and just jot it down mm. um and then you know two weeks later two months later it turns into a song it's just like i said this is why i know that the gift is divine because it's not something that i studied in school for it's not something that i you know that there's a science to it. it's just something that comes to me mm-hmm. and when it you know and when it doesn't come to me you know it doesn't come to me but <laughs> when it comes to me it just you know it comes to me it's, it's a very organic natural process and that's kind of how i've always like to do my songwriting sessions in a very like natural organic way i ran a songwriters camp uh, a year ago mm-hmm. and i had about four or five different writers in and we didn't write a single song the first two days we were there <laughs> we 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 literally just got to know one another like we played uno and we played dominoes and we ate pizza mm-hmm. and we really we really just got to know one another because that's where i feel as though i create the best the best music is like okay, I can tap into your world now. Like you've told me about a relationship that went sour or, or an issue that you're dealing with. I'm able to tap into that now. And now we can create as opposed to like, Hey, let's just write something that can chart. Let's just write something that can get placed. Let's just write something that can, no, let's, let's, let's create art, you know? So that's kind of always been my approach. And, and it's seen, hopefully it's seen in the quality of the product that I put out, mm-hmm. I hope. So, man. So, yeah, man. No, I love it, man. Um, you know, I, I was follow, I'm following you on Instagram and uh, you posted uh, a post a couple, maybe it was a couple weeks ago uh, or maybe a couple months ago of your engagement shoot uh, with your fiance, Salam. And I went to the website. And I'm like, man, I'm glad I took my engagement uh, website down because it pales in comparison <laughs> to this one. Like, this is a whole movie, man. And then I'm looking at the website and I see all of uh, your groomsmen, and I'm like, this is epic, man. I already know, like, <laughs> you know, if there's one thing to look forward to outside of this quarantine, man, it's Lejean's wedding. <laughs> it's gonna be epic, man. But I think, um, you know, it's a blessing to see that 
you know, you moved out to L.A. and man, you you, you got a wife, you got a you know, a fiance and wife to be soon, man. And um, yeah, I know God is going to bless that. And everything you've said, everything in your life is worship. And your 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 marriage to your wife is going to be really a ministry of worship that's going to preach to so many people, man. And so, oh man, it's so it's I'm so excited. Right? Like some of the things that that. Uh, my fiance has prophesied over my life that that I didn't even see in myself. That's why I, I found I find such value in 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 partnership and in in union is that she's spoken things over my life that I had a seed that I wanted to do, mm-hmm. but God but God attached the 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 execution to her. Yep. And it's like I would have never walked it. I've always had a vision of of, of creating a songwriting school in a third world country, particularly in Haiti. Mm-hmm. I've just always had an infatuation with the people of Haiti. Mm. And I always wanted to create a, a songwriting school. And, 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 and she came to me, she spoke that over my life. And it's like, nobody even knew that about me. Yeah. I didn't even, t- I, I never even told that about anyone. And it's like, we're working on the grants now to get funding for stuff like that. Even though it's probably 10 years, 15 years down the line, it's like, we always have a saying that it starts before it starts. Yeah. And it's like so powerful how the person that God, crafted just for me like it, it sometimes it, it weirds me out just how <laughs> clever and how kind and how how loving god is that he said lejon i created someone just for you mm-hmm. that's going to, that is going to help you live out everything that i put inside of you because i honestly feel and i may be wrong is that there is an expiration of what God can do just in your life alone. Mm-hmm, he can mm-hmm. do he can do he can do some great things to you and through you just by yourself. Not saying that he can't, but I feel as though that there is a extra level or dimension of purpose that is attached to someone else. Yep. And 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 when I when you find that, uh it's it's extremely powerful. And um I'm just so I'm so blessed. Yeah. I'm so I'm so very much blessed to have someone who is as deeply tied into faith as I am. Who is as deeply as committed to my purpose as I am? It just it works. <laughs> Come on, man. So, uh, just for those who have never listened to your music, um, when is the next EP coming out? Uh, where can they find it? Where can they find your music? Um, how can yeah, they yeah. Okay, so uh, my, my musician name is Lejon. Um, you can find me on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, SoundCloud, all of the the streaming outlets. Uh, my most recent song um, called "Wanderer Like Me." um is everywhere streaming um trying to get some placements on that record and some tv shows so i'm just trying to work man and um the ep um the title of it is called soliloquy mm. um it's it, it is on slate to be released um before the end of 2020 um about five or six special songs including wonder like me will be on there um written and recorded uh, by me and my dear friend um, one of my groomsmen, my wedding, Daniel Graydon. Um, I'm super excited about it. And like I said, we just finished the writing um, the week of my birthday. Mm. <laughs> and and we were supposed to be in New York celebrating the, the completion of the EP writing. And, you know, the quarantine kind of threw that in the mud. But but we are locked and loaded. And, and, and we're just, you know, revamping our recording schedule. And, yeah, man, anywhere you see the name, LeJohn, L-A-J-O-N, you can find my music. And yeah, man. <laughs> Yo, I'm excited for it, man. Um, I might even have to pull that up on Spotify today and listen to some of the time. You know, I don't know yes, why this, this just came to me. I'm just, I, I don't know, man. I was uh, listening to maybe PJ Morton um, album, the piano album last week. And oh, I don't know, God, man. So good. I know when I, when I think of him and his journey, I just look at you, man. And I'm like, you know what? Like, 
even though it might even take some time, like, man, your music is going to blow up. And uh, oh, yeah. man, so many people are going to get a chance to hear it and it's going to change their life. And man, one day you might even get some of those um, awards, like some Grammys, man. And you're just going to yes, look back sir. and be like, yo, thank you, man. Like, uh, yes, God was doing sir. something even when I didn't even know he was doing it. Man, he's always working. It's it's so crazy. Even when we can't feel it, his presence is always around us. And it's like, yeah, it may take longer for me. It may take longer for the person who's really, you know, creating music that may not be popular in today's society. But at the end of the day, if you're doing what you're called to do, mm-hmm. there's room for you. There's yep. a, there's there's room for you. There's a table for you. That like it's all you gotta do is just walk in it. Yeah, there we go. We got some song titles right there, man. There's room for yes, you. Yes, sir. Let's go. <laughs> just give me a little, give me a small credit on that, man. Yes, sir. Let me go ahead and jot that down. <laughs> Yo, I love it, man. Well, hey, thank you so much for jumping on the podcast. I know this is gonna bless and encourage somebody, even in this crazy season. Um, but man, thank you, bro. Hey, thank you so much for checking out the podcast, Coffee and Chai. Be sure to hit the subscribe button, share with your friends or family as we plan to release new episodes every other Thursday to end your week off right. If you have any questions or comments, be sure to hit me up on social media, on Instagram or Twitter, RobG1906. But again, thank you for checking us out. We'll catch you next time.